Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. You know, I asked my people. I woke up. I said, I want to see trades involving 24 picks. I want to see trades involving 24 picks because I think right now is a dope time in the dynasty space because you can acquire these picks right now because not a lot of cats know about all the other guys in the 2024 class. Everybody hates the running backs. There's no tight ends besides Brock Bowers. And then you can also catch some value on the other side of the trade ledger with some of the veterans, some of the players that might be moving locations, some of the players that are, are in new situations, they've got different offensive coordinator schemes. So it's a really dope time that you can catch value on either side of the trade ledger. I asked my fam, I said, drop them in the chat. We're going to pull up the Discord, go through all the deals that have been made. We're going to talk about it. So I'm glad you're here. Glad you tapped in. Let's get it, baby. Okay, let's get it. Welcome back to the station. Welcome back to the channel. Y'all know what it is. Your boy, Ray G. You can find me on X at Ray GQ. This is the Dynasty Trade Show. You need to join the squad. Join the movement. Join the crew. DestinationDevy.com. Get access to all the dope tools on the website. And you get access to the trade channel. It's stuff going up day and night. Get in there. Get some better process. Make sure you don't make any foolish mistakes here in the offseason of Dynasty. But let's pull it up, dive right into it, and see what we got. Because we're going to talk about it, baby. So uh, I see some B. John Robinson down here. Let's pull it up and sort of just talk through and walk through what's going down right now. So we got one side of the trade ledger receiving B. John Robinson and the 107. And the other side, Anthony Richardson and the 202. Uh, let's get some context here. So other quarterbacks, uh, Kukski has Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, plus the 102, 105, 107, and 109. So a lot of capital here in 2024, this is a 12-team start 11 super flex PPR. You got to start two tight ends, and it is two-point tight end premium, which means, for me, this is where the premium matters. Once you get into you have to start two tight ends. It's two points per reception. 1.5 TEP don't move the needle for me. It's not enough premium for me to place tight ends above other skill position players, but something like this, 2.0, and you got to start two tight ends matter a hell of a lot. So 12 teams start 11. He's got Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts, and he's like, cool. I'm fine with giving up Anthony Richardson if I can get back a stud running back in B. John Robinson, and you're giving me the 107 on top of that. Here's the thing. that For me, I don't mind having a surplus at quarterback. Having Anthony Richardson and Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts is uh, – Pretty damn comforting when you've got those three hammers in your super flex spot. But depending on your league war and how quarterback scoring is, when you've got a format like this where you got to start 11, 
Tight ends are extremely valuable. He already had the 102, the 105. Now you add the 107 on top of the 109. This is one where I might be all right. I might be all right because let's play this out. Let's play this situation out real quick. 101, let's just say it's Caleb Williams. 102, for, for all intents and purposes, for me at 102, I do think there's a conversation. You can go quarterback Jaden Daniels, but in a start two tight end and his two-point tight end premium, if you really wanted to secure the elite level tight end, you take Brock Bowers at 102. At 103, let's just say Marv goes off the board, and that sucks losing Marvin Harrison. Damn it, I lost Marv. And then at 104, the other manager has a decision. Do they take Drake May, Jaden Daniels, or Malik Neighbors? However that plays out, let's just say for all intents and purposes, Drake May goes off the board at 104. Now you're chilling at 105, and although you lost out on Marvin Harrison, getting Malik Neighbors at 105, let's just say Romo Dunze goes 106, and hell, you might still get Jaden Daniels at 107 in this format. So conventionally, I would say, like, I would rather have Anthony Richardson over B. John Robinson, but getting the 107 back in this type of format and you only had to give up the 202, I think this is a really good trade. I'm fine with this deal. I would love to backfill that quarterback position, uh, and he might be able to do that, literally with Drake May or Jaden Daniels. So this is one, that 107 in a format like this, very, very valuable, and I'll just say I like this deal a lot. So I'm going to get this thing a wick, Rick Flair, woo, because I like it. Let's hit it again. I like this deal. Good job, Kukski. This is, this is a solid trade right here. Let's move up a little bit. I have Deshaun Watson and Garrett Wilson being acquired for Jordan Love and Deontay Johnson. <sighs> Wilson significantly more so than Deontay Johnson, and I understand Jordan Love over Deshaun Watson, but this is one where Watson is the starter. Watson is going to be there, despite the fact that you don't like him and you think Joe Flacco should be the guy he will not be. It's Deshaun Watson, so this side of the trade ledger, Give me Deshaun Watson, Garrett Wilson in a vacuum. I don't know scoring format. Really didn't matter in this case since you're just swapping quarterbacks and swapping wide receivers. I want Garrett Wilson in that deal. Let's move up the board and see what else we got right here. Anthony. Anthony's got a 12-team PPR Superflex start 11, 1.5 TEP. Not enough TEP for me, but let's see what we got here. So it's, it's mad little, but we got Michael Pittman Jr., and the 304 being acquired for the 210 and the 108. Woo! Let's talk about it, baby. Let's talk about it. Michael Pittman versus the 108. Michael Pittman versus the 108. Let's walk through it. It's super flex. Three quarterbacks are coming off the board. May, Daniels, Caleb Williams in some way, shape, form, or order. That's three right there. You got three wide receivers, Neighbors, Marv, and Odunze. That's six. Brock Bowers, somebody's going to do it because it says tight end premium, even though we know 1.5 ain't moving the needle to that degree. So now you're at the 108 spot. You've got your choice on potentially J.J. McCarthy. If he's QB4, he gets the capital. If you like another wide receiver like a Brian Thomas, like an Xavier Worthy, Adnan Mitchell, I'm going to say Lad McConkey. You could take that. And another tight end, nah, not in 1.5. So right here it's is the Delta of that Michael Pittman 108 and the 210 and the 304, I'm going to just tell you right now, for me personally, give me Michael Pittman over any player that I can select at 108. So we're going to give him a Ric Flair rule right there because I want Michael Pittman over the 108. And then paying that tax in order to get Pittman, you'd move down, what, six spots from the 210 to the 304 in a 12-team league? 
Yeah, I'm good with the Michael Pittman in 304 side opposed to the 108 in the 210. There's a lot of flexibility that you can do with that 108 spot, but it feels like right now today on January 27th, there's a bit of a break after about the 106-107 spot, and that's where the kind of tier gap is between blue-chip prospects and really good prospects. So give me Michael Pittman. And if you just eliminate the 304 and the 210 in a vacuum, Michael Pittman or the 108, for me, I'm taking Michael Pittman Jr. over the 108. Now, as we move through the process and as we get closer to the NFL draft, we can make a real argument that that 108 is a little more flexible, a little more liquid than Michael Pittman Jr. But on today's date, you're making that deal today, January 27th. Give me Michael Pittman Jr. over the 108 and the 210, the 304. I like that nice little kickback. So, Anthony, I don't know what side you are, but I like Michael Pittman in the 304. Let's keep moving up because I asked the squad. I said, get me some. Oh, oh, what we got here? What do we have here? 12 team super flex start 11, six point passing touchdown. You got 0.25 per carry and 1.75 TEP. Now it's starting to get to the range where I'm, I'm, I'm perked up a little bit more. Need start two or 2.0, but let's see what we got here. One side of the ledger, Dak Prescott in a 24 first. Y'all got to roll the league over so I know where this pick is for Lamar Jackson. Oh boy. Dak and a 24 first. And for the sake of this exercise, let's just assume it is that 108. So it's right after the top seven guys. 12 team, super flex, start 11, six point per passing touchdown, half point per carry, 1.75 tight end premium. Dak in the 108 or Lamar Jackson. This is a dope deal. This is a dope deal. And I know the sentiment around Dak Prescott right now is very bearish. Oh, Dallas is going to cut him. He's not going to have a job anymore. Stop the foolishness. He's going to be in Dallas. And if Dallas is foolish enough not to pay him, he'll be a starting quarterback elsewhere. Fantasy, he's a monster. Fantasy, Lamar's a monster. The flexibility of that first-round pick, even if it's the 108, I think that is enough for me. Following the process, process over results, process over players, for me to accept the Dak Prescott in the 24 first for my Lamar Jackson. Of course, in a vacuum, you're in a startup. Do I want Dak or Lamar? I'm taking Lamar over Dak Prescott. One million out of one million times. There will not be one time I would select Dak over Lamar Jackson. But you give me the flexibility of that 24 first, I'm good with it. Dak is a monster in fantasy football, tethered to CeeDee Lamb and that Dallas Cowboys offense for the foreseeable future. I like the flexibility of the, the 24 first. So give me that 108 and Dak Prescott for Lamar Jackson. Like that deal. Like that deal. And I can understand the side getting Lamar just saying, all right, I don't want to, I don't want any more Dak. I just want to get the best quarterback that I can. And that's Lamar Jackson. So if that's the side you lean on, it's all good, baby. Whoo, this is a big one. And I really don't want to read all of this. So I'm probably not going to. It is a 14 team start 11 best ball, 29 man rosters. Best ball is the way, baby. Half point. Uh, uh, you got a little point per carry, 0.25 for running backs. Oh, it's tier PPR. So running backs get 0.25, tight ends 0.75, six points per touchdown, uh, completion and incomplete passes counted as well. Okay, 24 is the 103. I can't read all this on a show. Let me just see what the trade is. What do we have right here? Drake London and Brees Hall, okay? Drake and Brees Hall, I'm assuming the 24 pick is the 103. For the 103, 25 first, 26 first, Jalen Hyatt. Is that Jamo or Javante Williams and Nick Chubb? It looks like that's Jamison Williams. All right. Traded for the 104. I don't care about any of that. I don't too much, too much. So Drake London and Brees Hall for three first round picks. 
and three best ball darts. Yeah, for me, give me like the 103. If that 24 first is the 103, then I've got two more first coming in. I'm getting other assets back. Like, no shit. I, Brees Hall is way better than Nick Chubb at this point and J-Mo or Javante Williams or Jalen Hyatt. Like, no doubt. Drake London, I get it. But, I mean, London, London, London's got to overcome a lot as well. Like, we need that situation to be better in Atlanta, but getting this many first-round picks for any running back in this economy, and you're talking about best ball, right now I've got six flexible assets, or I'll say three flexible liquid assets in the 24, 25, 26 first. Jalen Hyatt, you'll probably be able to steam him up to some degree and move him around, and then you've got uh, Williams and Nick Chubb. Yeah, I'm good with that side. I'm good with the picks, and I can understand why somebody getting Brees and Drake London, they don't care about that now. My only question is the side that's acquiring Brees in London, how, how are those picks going to be projected? Whose picks are these? How are they going to be projected? But in a vacuum, three first-round picks for two players, and you give me three more best ball darts, I'm fine with the six assets over two in a best ball format. Too much to read. I can't read all of that live. It's, it's, it's messing up the flow. Let's go right here. Schmidt Shot's got one for me. My dog Schmidt works with PFF. Let's talk about it. Start 11. Superflex, tight end premium with 100-yard bonuses and 40-yard uh, bonus plays. All right, now I have a core of my homes, Allen, CD, Justin Jefferson, and Kyle Pitts. Let's see what he did in order to get this. All right, received Justin Jefferson. This is lineup, not best ball. And he gave up a 25, a 24, 25, 26 first, and then two picks, two second-round picks and 25 and 26. So five picks for Justin Jefferson. Three first rounders for Justin Jefferson plus two seconds. I, um, you know, <laughs> here's the thing. Justin Jefferson's a stud. There's no doubt about it. How, how do you want to look at this trade? How do you want to look at who's the best player that you're probably going to get out of the entire package? Like just Right now, without knowing anything, it's it's Justin Jefferson. But three first-round picks plus two seconds for Justin Jefferson in this economy today, I just wonder. I just wonder. And this is how my brain works, y'all. This is how my brain works. Is there a way to take a first and a second and get another wide receiver? Maybe that wide receiver is not Justin Jefferson. Could you take a first and two seconds and get Brandon Ayuk. Can you take a first and a second and get Michael Pittman and get kicked back a third? Can you take a first and a second and trade for T. Higgins, Devontae Smith, Chris Olave, Drake London, Garrett Wilson? Can I do something other than liquidating everything that I have for the name and the game of Justin Jefferson? Like the way that I'm dynasty, like I'm exploring those opportunities, those potential pockets to acquire a player. I'm probably going to explore if I know this is on the table. If I know I can get this deal done at any moment, because I'm pretty sure Jacob Saul would have taken all five of these picks today, tomorrow, next week, next month, then I'm gonna try I'm going to try to get to that point. Especially when you're in start eleven. I, I bet you I could have taken those five pick assets and found me starters that I can insert into my start eleven lineup and been able to get a couple of guys instead of just Justin Jefferson and probably a couple of guys that cumulatively 
and maybe even on a weekly basis with the spikes can hit the range in which Justin Jefferson is probably going to do as well. So this is one for me, depending on where the picks are, we don't have any of that stuff. Love the bonuses. And, and here's the thing. Here's something sneaky about this. When you're in leagues with 100-yard bonuses and 40-yard plays, that doesn't just benefit Justin Jefferson. That's not just a plus for him. That's a plus for everybody. That, that's a plus for the Iukes, the Pittmans, the Olaves, the Garrett Wilsons. That helps out everybody. So uh, I just want more bites at the apple. I am not a big fan of doing this anymore. I used to do this. Not a big fan of it anymore. Without knowing where these picks slot in, let's just assume they're all middle of the road first. I still think I could have done a little bit more with those picks instead of walking away with Justin Jefferson. So give me the pick side of this deal. Let's move up and see what else we got. We got 12 teams start nine. All right, so we're getting a little bit, we're condensing the, the starting roster requirements, which means I need studs. 12 teams start nine, half PPR, traded away Trevor Lawrence. My other QBs, Kyler Murray, Deshaun Watson. I had no first this year before the trade. Now I have three first in 25 and 26. Let's see what we did here. Let's see what we did. How did we get there? Sent away that T-Law. Get the hell out of here. I don't want any Trevor Lawrence. I'm done. Get out. Trevor Lawrence gone on the move. Received the 108 and a 26 first. Okay. 108 and a 26 first for Trevor Lawrence. And right now, his market is bearish. There's no doubt about it. There ain't many people that want that T-Law right now. Not many. Not many at all. Most people want out of Trevor Lawrence. You're starting to see his dynasty value decrease and fall like a rock in the ocean. Starting to go down. I am not as bearish on Trevor Lawrence as maybe the consensus, but I damn sure wasn't or have not been as bullish as we once were, especially coming into the season. 108 and a 26 first feels light for Trevor Lawrence in a super flex. It's start nine. What are his other quarterbacks? Kyler Murray and Deshaun Watson. Probably can get away with those guys. Probably can get away with Kyler and Deshaun Watson. And, um, you know, the 108, you never know. You never know in your league that could be a quarterback. It could be one that gets drafted in a range, and you say that's a developmental guy. I like the situation. It, it's just, it's a, it's a move that I don't think needed to be done today. Like, I don't hate it. I don't love it. I don't hate it. I'm kind of indifferent. You got two firsts for T-Law. It feels light. Even in a start nine, it just feels light. And I know you got Murray and Watson, but I never feel comfortable, especially in these leagues. Just having two quarterbacks is just very, it's a very risky proposition. One goes down, you have nobody else. You're up Shit's Creek without a paddle. Now, luckily, Scott Connor over here on Destination Debbie has done a series on quarterback roster construction where he kind of says any QB on a 53. I think we saw over 60 quarterbacks play this past 2023 season, and there are going to be opportunities for you to grab some guys off waivers. All I'll say is if you do this strategy, make sure that when the Jake Brownings, the Joe Flaccos, once they're announced the starter or they're going to get some opportunity, and make sure you're paying attention to those situations so you can have those guys on your team because the beauty of picking up those waiver wire quarterbacks is you know exactly when to start them. So this is one where I would have liked to get a little something more for Trevor Lawrence. The 26 first for me right now, Man, that's like a that's like a 2024 212 at this point in time. I, I would have liked to have gotten a little bit more for my Trevor Lawrence. So let's continue to move up the board a little bit and see what else we have. Uh Christian Watson gets sent away for Keaton Mitchell, the 208 and the 210. This feels like a F and I'm done with Christian Christian Watson type deal. 
And honestly, I mean, I mean, Keaton Mitchell, I don't really care. I, I, listen, let me not say it like that. Let me not be negative. Yeah, he, he suffered uh, a season-ending injury that's probably going to linger over in the next season. Who knows how he's going to play? So just kind of eliminating that. So now it's Christian Watson for the 208 and the 210. I don't, I don't hate it. Don't love it. Don't hate it. My question is, do you really want to be greedy? If this is 75 cents on the dollar, 80 cents on the dollar, like who's no one's giving you a first for him. No one's probably giving you the 201 through 204. So to get two seconds for Christian Watson in a class in which the wide receiver group is extremely deep, you'll probably be able to catch some running backs later. Just gives you more liquid assets in your war chest. I don't mind this deal for Christian Watson. What is he? What is he at this point? Got Jaden Reed, Dontavian Wicks, et cetera, et cetera. The more I look at this deal, I kind of like this for Robbie Boss, man. Go ahead and just get out of Christian Watson. I ain't mad at that, man. Let's move up and see what else we got. Got a lot of, uh, got a lot of, what's this? 12 team start 11. 12 team start 11. Super flex, start three wide receivers, no tight end premium. Let's see what we got. All right. See what we have. We have uh, Jalen Warren, Jaleel McLaughlin, the 105, and then two fourth rounders being acquired for Bijan Robinson. Mmm. Mmm. 12 teams start 10 super flex. You got to roll three wide receivers out there. It's not tight end premium. Would you rather have Bijan Robinson or Jalen Warren and the 105? Like, that's really what it is. I don't really give a shit about the 405, the 404. It's Bijan for Warren and the 105. Again, y'all, this is this is the prince. This is the crown generational one. And he's being traded for the 105 and Jalen Warren. And at best, Marv is gone. Caleb is gone. Daniels is probably gone. Neighbors is probably gone. So you're looking at Drake May, Jalen Warren, Jaden Daniels, Jalen Warren, or Bijan Robinson. Let me know what your quarterback situation is like. Let me know what your QB situation is like. If I told y'all a year ago, the crown prince, the 101 in all formats, not over here, the 101 in all formats would be shipped off for the 105 next year and Jalen Warren. This this doesn't feel great to me. This this feels like I'm going to accept this deal when you really don't have to take this deal. I probably would have waited on this one. What more can you get for Bijan? You know what? I, I, I legitimately would have said, screw Warren, screw Jaleel McLaughlin, because you're only starting 10. You're never starting to... You're, you're not starting Jaleel McLaughlin on a consistent basis, let's say that, and you don't feel great with jamming Warren and in a start 10 week to week. So I would have said, keep your Warren. This is what this GQ trade. I'm going to package up a bunch of shit, make it look a lot better than what it is. Pass on Warren, pass on McLaughlin, pass on the 405 and the 404. Give me the 105 a second and a future second. Like, give me something else that I can maneuver around if I'm going to do that. This is one where I, I could have done more with Bijan Robinson. I could have done more with Bijan. I would have gotten rid of the other four assets outside the 105 and structured this trade around liquid assets. Warren, McLaughlin, and the two fourths are not liquid at all. Those are fodder. That is throw-in stuff just to make the deal look more attractive than it really is. I'm leaning Bijan Robinson. I can do a lot more with that one. So let's move on up and see what else we have. What else do we have here? Ooh, interesting one. Pick is the 104. So we've got Mark Andrews in the 104 being acquired for George Kittle, Alvin Kamara in the 24th. Yeah, this is easy. Give me Mark Andrews in the 104. Simple. 
move on to the next. Very easy. And let's talk about players. Let's talk about some players that are getting a lot of steam right now in the NFL. One, Nico Collins. So we've got, th- th- this is what I'm talking about. This is how the Bijan deal should have looked with better draft capital. Nico Collins on one side of the trade ledger, you've got the 110 and the 203 on the other side. And I don't even need to know the format. I don't need to know the scoring. I don't need to know the format. This is one right here where I love Nico Collins. He's dope. But the flexibility and liquidity of that 110 and the 203 is a nice pick. That's 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 a nice-ass haul for Nico Collins. You're probably not getting anything more than that. People aren't out there trading two first-round picks for Nico Collins. If I can get the 110 or the 203 for Nico in all formats, I, I, I would probably re-roll that. I would probably re-roll that knowing as good as Nico was, he played half the season without Tang Dell, knowing that they're probably, probably, just my opinion, adding another wide receiver to that group because that's what you need to do when you got a dope quarterback like C.J. Stroud. Make sure you keep players around him. Yeah, I think the 110 and the 203 is fair fair value for Nico Collins. So I like that side of the deal, and I'm a big Nico Collins fan, no doubt about it. Got another trade right here. 12-team, one quarterback, single quarterback, start 10, uh, just PPR, no tight end premium, and this individual, Paul Clark, still has the 101. So in this trade, we've got Rashid Shahid and the 104 getting shipped off for Michael Pittman Jr. and the 109. Okay. I like the structure of this deal. I like the structure of this deal. Pittman in the 109 still has the 101 for Rashid Shahid in the 104. I would much rather, in a vacuum, the 104 over Michael Pittman, and that's not saying the 104 is better than Michael Pittman, right? It's not, wait a minute, it's single quarterback, not super flex, right? So let's think about this. He moved the 104. Who's off the board? Marv, Malik, and probably Odunze. So you're now looking at the wide receiver four in the class. Yeah, screw this. This is a smash deal. Ric Flair, where you at, baby? This is a smash deal for Paul Clark because at the 104 spot, your three premium assets in a single quarterback league today, January 27th, Marv, Malik, Roma, Odunze. 104, it's not tight end premium, so you don't care about Brock Bowers. You're looking at BTJ. Xavier Worthy, Adnan Mitchell, Ladd McConkey, Troy Frank, whomever your wide receiver four is versus Michael Pittman Jr. That's MPJ all day long and twice on Sundays. And then the 109 on top of that where, you know, you're probably getting a similar caliber guys, one pick that 104, 105. Well freaking done. Good job. Good job, Paul. I'm, I'm thinking so my, my brain is in super flex land. You clearly said a single quarterback, man, a single quarterback. Good freaking deal, and you've got the 101. So now you paired Marvin Harrison Jr. with Michael Pittman, and you're still going to get a nice quality receiver at the 109. I like it. Good stuff. See what else we have here. Um, my boy Marlin in there. I don't see any picks. They're like thirds round, so I don't really. I don't want to pull that. Here we go. Here we go. Let's let's talk about it. Jay Ryder, 12 team start 10 super flex PPR two PPR for tight end. Tight end matters in this league. I prefer London over JSN. I also have the 103. This allows me to take Marvin Harrison Jr. at one and then QB at three if I like. It's a nice way to lay this out. So if you're watching this structurally, it makes it makes it real easy for everybody to read uh, on the screen. So Jay Ryder got Drake London and the 101 for Anthony Richardson, Jackson Smith and Jigba, and the 211. So he's got 101 and the 103. Added Drake London. His plan is to take Marvin Harrison Jr. at one and then take his choice of quarterback, too, 
at uh, 103. That could be Jaden Daniels. That could be Drake May. And who knows? In a crazy-ass world where Jaden Daniel lands with the Falcons, people love the spot, yada, yada, yada. He gets picked ahead of Caleb Williams. Stranger things have happened. Could be a Caleb Williams for him right there. He gave up JSN, who we like, but Trinity tells us he's got to do a whole bunch in 2024 to really ascend to elite level. Anthony Richardson, love me some A-Rich. But I'm fine with this deal. Like, I, think this is a, I think this is a fine deal. You're only starting 10. Super flex. You got Drake London. I prefer London over JSN as well. That 101 to add Marvin Harrison Jr. And you still get to replace the quarterback that you traded off in Anthony Richardson. I like this deal. This is a nice deal. I'm going to air horn you a couple of times because I like this deal. Good structure of the deal. Thoughtful. And you had to kick in that 211, right? In order to get it done, you had to pay a little tax. I don't give a shit about the 211. Good trade. Good job, Jay. See what else we have here. Oh, 109, Kyron Williams. 109 or Kyron Williams. 109 or Kyron Williams. Scott Connor and I are in, I think, 12 or 13 FFPC best ball drafts right now. And I'll tell you, I've seen Kyron Williams in these drafts go as high as 105 over Brees Hall, over A.J. Brown, over Tyreek Hill. I've seen him go off the board 105, pretty consensus right now. He's coming off the board in early drafts where high stakes leagues He's coming off the board anywhere from 108 to like 204. That's where he's at. He's valued as a first round redraft startup, first round pick right now, Kyron Williams. So do you want the 109 in this class who, you know, some back end wide receiver? Or do you want Kyron Williams? I'll tell you, if you're talking production, there's no doubt. Give me Kyron Williams over the 109. Talking value, liquidity, who you can play around with a little bit more. What happens, y'all? Just hear me out. What happens come April 29th, whenever the hell the NFL draft is, the Los Angeles Rams are on the clock. They're in the second round, third round. They take Blake Corn. They take Trey Benson. They take Bucky Irving. They take some running back that you like, some running back that the community likes, and they add him to that backfield. What's going to happen to Kyron's value? It doesn't mean that Kyron's getting replaced, but what's the perception of Kyron Williams going to be for a lot of people? Oh, shit, man, he's dead. Kyron Williams, oh, they, they replaced him. This is what happens. This is why you don't bank on a fifth-round rookie who didn't do anything in year one. It's the liquidity of the pick, not the production of the pick, but what can you do with that 109 right now opposed to Kyron Williams? If you're saying, right, I'm just worried about the player that's going to hit my roster and start from uh, on week one in September, I'll tell you this. You ain't winning no damn fantasy championship in January. You're not starting anybody in January. So for me, I don't believe I'd be trading my 109 for Kyron Williams. And this is a deal. This is a deal where I promise you, you could still get this in March. That These picks right now, folks, are only going to accrue in value. They're not going down. That is one guarantee. I see a lot of people speaking in absolutes all over X, all over. Ain't no absolutes besides this. These picks will rise in value. As we continue through the process, it starts next Monday in Mobile, and it's only going to continue through the combine, through pro days, eventually the NFL draft. These picks are going to accumulate value. So no, I have no interest in sending any first-round pick in January for a running back not named Jameer Gibbs, B. John Robinson, Brees Hall, Christian McCaffrey. Zero. That includes Kyron Williams. Give me the 109 over Kyron Williams. See what else we got. Let's see what else we got, baby. 
Oh, Saquon these nuts 001. Love the username in the Discord. See what we got here. Uh, 12 team, start 11. Two IDP, no premium, retooling team. I need assets. See what they need. Let's see what they got. Let's see what they need. Deontay Johnson, T. Higgins in the 111 for Chris Olave, Jameson Williams, and Pop Douglas. Olave, best player in the deal, followed by the 111, followed by T. Higgins, followed by Deontay Johnson. Good stuff. Give me the 111, T. Higgins, and Dante jo Deontay Johnson. This was a pretty simple trade. I like Pop Douglas, but I like him. He's a wide receiver three with wide receiver two upside. J-Mo is pure ADV. For those of y'all don't know what ADV is, is artificial dynasty value and hopium in Jamison Williams. And Chris Olave is a stud. But give me the 111 T. Higgins and Deontay Johnson. This is a simple trade. Who the hell made this? Waz, one, two, two, four. Get him in the Discord because uh, this was a bad deal. I would not have done that. Give me Deontay Higgins in the 111 pretty easily. Let's see what else we have in the old Discord. Ah, an old trade show favorite. You all know him on YouTube. Seven goat rings. Let's see what goat rings has done. All right, Goat Rings. Let's see if there's any context here. Let's see if there's any. 10 teams, start 11, full PPR, looking to retool my team, get a little younger. Got the 105, 106, 107, and 110. I've got three seconds. He said, man, give me another first. Give me the 110 Puganakua for Christian McCaffrey. Good stuff, Goat Rings. Good stuff. Giving you two. There's no doubt about it. Best player in this deal, Christian McCaffrey. He's Captain America. He's Superman. He's awesome. He's also going to be a 28-year-old running back. And I know we sit back today and say, oh, yeah, we say this every year. When it happens, it just happens. And I'm not saying that's what's going to happen with Chris McCaffrey, but right now, it's over. Like, the fantasy season is over. He's already done what he needed to do to help you win your playoffs, to help you advance to the championship. Like, I like this. You got youth. You got a first-round pick, and on top of that, plus the capital that you've already had, you have liquidity. Christian McCaffrey today, here's the thing. The individual that has Christian McCaffrey knows how valuable he is. He, they know how good of a scoring asset Christian McCaffrey will be in the season. But right now, not a soul wants to pay for what that's worth. Nobody's giving you two first-round picks for Christian McCaffrey except for the bold, the bold T-Show 86 did it. Puka Nakua in the 110 for Christian McCaffrey. Two firsts for any running back in this RB economy. That deserves some Ric Flair woo. That's a good trade right there. I like it, Goat Rings. I like it, I like it, I like it. And that's why I guess you got the username 7 Goat Rings, baby. I like that one. Let's see what else you did. Let's see what else you did. Got another one where, I mean, again, 10 teams start 11 full PPR. 106 and the 206 for DJ Moore and Najee Harris in a vacuum. Romo Dunze goes off the board at 106 versus DJ Moore. Give me DJ Moore 100 out of 100 times. The 206 or Najee Harris, let's just say that's your favorite RB1. Blake Corm, Braylon Allen, Trey Benson, don't care who it is. Najee's probably in season going to score more than that running back. But is there not a theme that y'all have picked up on? The liquidity, what you'll be able to do with the 106 this offseason? This one's a little tougher because I think DJ Moore, no doubt, I'd rather have that over the 106. I want to see how you freak that pick. I want to see how you maneuver and freak that pick. If you maneuver and freak that 106 combined with, I believe you have the 105 
the 107 and the 110, you can be real good, man. You move DJ Moore, 105, you might be able to land you a Malik Neighbors, maybe, right? You got a chance to get an Odunze, another quarterback. You've got 107, 110. Yeah, this is this is this is much closer than the last deal, in my opinion. But I'd much rather have the 206 than Najee Harris today. That could be an awesome wide receiver. That could be Jatavian Sanders. Oh, it's not tight end premium, but you get the point. Could be a developmental quarterback if they get the requisite capital and just fall because people don't like them. I like this trade, Goat Rings. I, I'm still in on DJ Moore, very much so. And it looks like he's going to get a QB upgrade, but I see what you're doing here. I see what you're doing here. Let me know. Let me know in the comments about this one. I know. I want to know what y'all think about that trade right there. Let's, uh, let's move on to some more. Goat Rings, we gave you some time. We're going to pass on you on this one. But I see some nice names in here that I kind of want to discuss. Not a lot of picks. Here we go. All right. Damn it. Goat Rings pulled me back in. We're back. We're back at Goat Rings. We've got awesome players. Rasheed Rice, Brees Hall, first round picks. Let's talk about it. Well, let's talk about the settings first. 10 teams, start 11, four IDP. I've got Bijan, Gibbs, A-Chain, Walker, Barkley, Mixon, Roshan Johnson. Did not want to move Brees Hall. I was trying to move Walker. But now I have the 101 and uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. And also it is the 108. Looking to move for a wide receiver, also 1.75 tight end premium. So let's pull this one up so everybody can see because I know some of y'all eyes real bad on YouTube. So we got Goat Rings getting Rasheed Rice, Trey McBride, and if I remember, 1.75 tight end premium. Yep, yep, yep. And the 108 for Brees Hall, Jake Ferguson, and the 305. Yeah, dude, I, I get you. You don't want to move Brees Hall. You just listed off 52 running backs. I don't give a shit. Like literally, you listed off 52 running backs. You've got A-Chan, Bijan, Gibbs, Barkley, Mixon, Roshan Johnson. A and then you got the 101 and Marvin Harrison Jr. You grab the 108. It's 1.75 tight end premium. I believe that Trey McBride is an upgrade over Jake Ferguson. Trey McBride, top three dynasty tight end. Jake Ferguson, no slouch either. Uh, Brees Hall, absolutely. In a vacuum, I'd prefer him over Rasheed Rice or the 108, but... You get a stud receiver in Rasheed Rice. You are getting the flexibility of the 108. You've already locked in Marvin Harrison Jr. It's a good trade for you, man. It's a good trade. Stop crying. I wouldn't give a damn about Brees. You got enough running backs to backfield, baby. And Brees is dope, but you're starting 11. You're starting 11 plus the IDP, guys. 1.75 tight end premium. I think this is a good trade. I think this is a good trade. I like this, seven gold rings. I like this. Let's see what else we got. Let's see what else we got. Here we go. Big Black Scooby, 109, or Nico Collins. I think we kind of talked about this. Uh, I think we kind of talked about this, right? Would you rather Nico or the 109? The vacuum, there's no doubt in my opinion, Nico Collins is going to outscore whatever you can get at the 109. Would you pay that price for Nico Collins right now? It looks like a lot of people like this. Yeah, I'm... F I, I get it. That's Nico Collins is going to outscore Brian Thomas, Xavier Worthy, Lat Troy, whoever you have at 109, he's outscoring them. Know your league. I'll just say this. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me do this. Let me do this. Know your league. Know your league economy. Know how your league reacts to picks, how your league reacts to players. If if you've got a UT whore in there that is just going to go gangbusters for an ex-worthy or do this or that. Like it's going to be interesting to see how people value these picks as we move on because there is a kind of a tear break. I'm fine with Nico one for one. I also understand the liquidity of those picks, but in a vacuum, if I'm trying to score points, 
Nico Collins over the 109, but it is January 27th. So I am just not in favor of moving a lot of 24 picks right now. I'm trying to acquire them, not send them away. See what else we got. But I, I, I don't mind this deal at all. I don't mind it. You want to take Nico for the 109, 110? That You're not getting anything better than that. You're not getting anything better than that, so that's fine. See what else we have here. Be me 89. What do you have? The 102 for DeAndre Swift, the 110, and a 25 first. So two first and DeAndre Swift's to get the 102. Super flex, start nine. It's about hammers. You're getting Marvin Harrison Jr. or Caleb Williams for the 110, a 25 first, and DeAndre Swift. Yeah, give me the give me the 102. Give me the 102. I mean, Swift is dope. The 110 ain't really doing much in a start nine. It's it's right on the threshold, right? And then the 25 first, or you get Marv or Caleb Williams, super flex. That's a pretty cheap cost. Give me the 102. Else do we have uh, the snake, the skin scan? I thought it said snake skin. That's what I thought it said at first. But we got Garrett Wilson or George Pickens, the one ten in the second twenty five second. There's a lot of there's a lot to talk about here. But it's a twelve team single quarterback PPR. I'm not going to read anything else. And a twelve team single quarterback. What I have George Pickens and another receiver at the one ten or Garrett Wilson. How many do you start? How many? That's important. If it's start nine or ten. I can start up to five a week between my wide receiver and flex spots. So it seems like this is a, um, yeah, I I think this is a little bit of an overpay uh, for G-Dub. I like G-Dub. I like G-Dub a lot. But I think it's a little bit of an overpay. Just a little bit. Just a little bit of an overpay to uh, to acquire to acquire him. Core is now CD, Wilson, Devonta, Ayuk, DJ Moore, and Kirk. It would have been CD, George Pickens, Devonta Ayuk, DJ Moore, Kirk, and whatever you can get at the 110. You're good at wide receiver. So if you just wanted to get the stud, the hammer, Garrett Wilson, your wide receiver hammer, trusting Aaron Rodgers in that situation more than whatever Pittsburgh is going to roll out at quarterback, whatever you're going to draft at the 110, I don't care about the 25 second. I'm fine with it. I'm fine. Maybe, see, stuff like this, when they do this, this is how you do this next time. Be like, cool. You want me to add that 25 second because I know that was the piece that had to be in there for this deal to get done. This is what you do. Be like, kick me back a kick me back a third. Give me a 24 third. You know, kick me back a 22, 24 fourths. A 20, just get something else back. Some fodder that you can put in a package to go get something else that you want down the line. So I, I'm fine with it. Just try to get you, try to get you some fodder. You should be able to do that. Hey, I'm working with you. You work with me. Else we go. Ooh, Sam Laporta, 12 team. Full PPR, start 11, non-tight MP. I have Pitts and Andrews with the 107 looking to try to get the 104. Laporta wasn't getting me there. Uh, I tried. So let's see what we got. Uh, gave up Sam Laporta. Got the 107 and Ramondre Stevenson. It's got Andrews and Pitts. Wanted the 107. And it's not tight in premium? Yeah, I'm fine with this. Give me the damn pick. Give me the pick and Ramondre Stevenson. Good stuff. Good stuff, Goat Rings. I like it. I like it. I like it. 12 teams, start 11, two quarterback, no premium. What do we have here? DK, Christian Watson in the 106, four Pittman, Addison, Ford in the 506. Ooh, we, yeah, buddy. Um, it is, let's, let's, this is how my brain looks at this. Christian Watson, I'm just kind of not really thinking about him right now. I'm looking at DK in the 106, Addison and Pittman, Addison and Pittman, 
outproducing the 106, Addison and or Pittman, roughly around DK Metcalf. So the delta between Jerome Ford and the 506 and Christian Watson or the flexibility that the 106 adds for your roster. It's a good trade. I can go both ways. I don't, but, you know, I, 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 could, I could land on either side of the trade ledger here. The flexibility of the pick in DK? Or do you just want to lock up Pittman and Addison? And Jerome Ford? I think I lean Pittman and Addison on this one. I think I lean Pittman and Addison. How much more than Jordan Addison could you get for 106 throughout the process, even with the, even with the hype and the steam? And how much more over Addison can you get, you know, for, for the 106? And I'd say probably not much. So what you're looking to, what you're looking to get out of that pick is right there in Jordan Addison. If it were somebody other, let's just say it was like Mike Evans or another good receiver, but didn't have the youth, didn't have the dynasty value that Jordan Addison had, and it was Pittman, like you, then maybe we have a different conversation. But I think in this situation, what you're trying to get out of that 106 pick is probably Jordan Addison. Like that's the flexibility you're probably trying to get is a Jordan Addison. I want you to keep t- I want to see what you end up doing with that or what ends up happening with that. Cause this is one where I think that Pittman and Addison are probably is uh, probably equivalent value to DK and whatever flexibility that 106 is going to provide you during the drafts during the draft process. Um okay, yeah. Yeah, see, and that somebody said, right? I'll take your side for the flexibility of the pick. Either your value of the trade depends on how high you are on Pittman, Metcalf, and Addison. And that's what it is. That's that's exactly what it is. So let's go ahead and get ready to wrap this thing up. Who else do we want to talk about? We did a lot of goat rings in here. We got another pick. I like picks. I wanted to see picks in this. We got DK Metcalf and T. Higgins for Devon Achan and the 107. Yeah, it's all flexibility. Give me an Achan and the 107. Like, give me Achan and the 107. Nobody, nobody is trading you they're 107 today for Higgins or Metcalf. I highly doubt in the vacuum you're getting either of those players for the 107. I don't even know if people would trade you T. Higgins for your Devon A. Chan straight up. Like if 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 I had Higgins, would you accept? Would you give me your Devon A. Chan for T. Higgins? Yeah, I want A. Chan and Higgins on this side of the deal. I want A. Chan and Higgins. That's just me. Single quarterback, right? Changes the goddamn math. Changes the math. So I'm thinking super flex, 107. That's Bowers. That's another dope wide receiver. Single quarterback, 107. I mean, honestly, though, even in single quarterback, like, it's January. It's January. Brian Thomas Jr. goes out there and runs a 4-3. Lad McConkey runs fast. X-Worthy runs a 4-3. Is there not a world in which you can take that 107? Package it up with something else and move up to 104. Could you get into the top three to get Odunze, Marv, or Neighbors? I don't know. I don't know your league economy. I don't know the league market. It does make a difference in single quarterback. But in a vacuum, yeah, I want DK over the 107. A-Chan and T. Higgins, I think people will flip a coin on that one. So I'm fine with it, Logan. Um, I'm fine with it in single quarterback. Super flex, no doubt. Give me the 107, that flexibility, and A-Chan. Let's see what else we got. Maybe I need to read what format it is before I start giving some analysis. So let's see what else we have. Uh, Spacebound has one. He just dropped it in there. It's been accepted. 
We've got Brandon Ayuk in the 305 for the 203 and the 110. <sighs> There's no context here. Ayuk over the 110, no doubt. 203 over the 305, no doubt. What could you have done with those picks? Could you have packaged those up and gone, like these two for twos, like, man, I I'm giving you these picks that you want. Like, I'm not sending you no 305. Like, stop, get out of here. This is one I'm just, I'm fine with it. This is a deal that I believe could get done at any moment in time and deals like that. I just like to, I like to slow play it. Like I'm just in no rush in January to move picks like that. That is just where I am at. And you may completely and totally disagree, but the season doesn't start for eight more months, eight months. And it doesn't matter what, who gets picked where. We still have four, three and a half, four months until the draft. And at that moment in time, I don't care what class it is. I've done it long enough. People will want these picks. People are going to want the 107, the 108, the 109, the 110. I'm telling y'all, take some time, put the damn phone down, and, and really think about what you're acquiring, your league economy, and how you can navigate your individual trade market. Don't watch this show and be like, oh, I can go do... Know your league. Know it. You have to. Have to. 10 team, start 10, full PPR, 1.5 tight end premium. Not sure how I feel, but I've never been huge in the tank, Dale, so probably undervalue him a little bit. Let's see what happened. Start 10, super flex PPR. Dubridge got Mark Andrews, A.J. Brown, and Chase Brown. Gave up Dalton Kincaid, Drake London, and Tank Dell. Kincaid and Andrews, pretty even for me. Pretty even for me. Even if you want to have Andrews over Kincaid, fine. But tier-wise, I doubt anybody's paying you much more on top of their Dalton Kincaid to get Mark Andrews. So that's kind of a wash. A.J. Brown, best receiver on the screen. A lot of turmoil and flux in Philadelphia. Drake London's got a head coaching change, probably going to get a quarterback change. We know what Tank Dell can do. I can freak the other side better than A.J. Brown and Mark Andrews. Like, I just know. It's not just, like, if y'all got to feel me and hear me when I'm saying this because it matters, yo. It matters. I'm not trying to put players in my lineup today. I'm trying to play and navigate the dynasty market, which is changing every single damn hour. It feels like. So it's not about A.J. Brown is going to outproduce Drake London. If we had to flip a coin right now or put a bet in, I would say, yeah, that's probably a very high probability that A.J. Brown scores more points than Drake London and or Tank Dell individually for the season. It's January 27th. We're not playing the season today. So when I'm looking at this, I'm truly looking at what does the dynasty community think about Chase Brown? Nothing. Get him out of there. It doesn't matter. What is the dynasty community sentiment today on Mark Andrews and A.J. Brown? Still bullish, but not as bullish as when he was Mr. 125. Not as bullish as before Mark Andrews broke his ankle and Isaiah Likely came in and balled out. What is the community sentiment on Dalton Kincaid? Stud. Superstar. Look at him in the play. Stefan Diggs is gone. This is Travis Kelsey 2.0. What's the sentiment around Tank Dell? Even with a hurt leg, broke his damn leg. He's got the best damn quarterback in the NFL. Tank Dell is going to be a stud. Drake London's going to get a quarterback upgrade, most likely. I think I can just do more with Dalton Kincaid, Drake London, and Tank Dell. 
and it has nothing to do with who's going to score more. It's me trying to position my roster to be as optimal as possible in August and September. And the way that you do that is having live assets that you can liquidate now, before the draft, after the draft. And I believe that Kincaid, London, and Dell are those receivers that you have that flexibility with. Give me that side of the trade. So there it is. We're almost an hour into the show. Went through a bunch of trades. Let me just see if there's anything else really quickly that catches the eye. Whew. 10 teams start 12. Super flex, no premium. Got the 101 along with the 108 and 103. Got Amon Ra and Zamir White or Tank Dell in the 103. Tank Dell and Malik Neighbors, Marvin Harrison Jr., Caleb Williams, one of those guys, Tank Dell or Amon Ra and Zamir. Amon Ra over 103. Okay. Amon Ra over 103. Tank Dell over Zamir White. I leave it. I leave this one to y'all. Amon Ra over 103 easily. Tank Dell over Zamir White. What can you do more with? We know who's going to score more. What can you do more with? I feel like I can do more with 103 and Tank Dell. You can't do nothing with Zamir White. Like, you just got him. Like he's, a, he's another piece, but no one's giving you anything significant for Zamir White. Just think about these things as you process your trades. Drop them in the channel. Engage with the group. Join the squad. DestinationDevy.com. That's what it is. Appreciate y'all tapping into this trade show episode. Stay locked into all the dope stuff we're doing at Destination Devi. Let's ride out with a little bit of music. Y'all enjoy. Got a mock draft dropping tomorrow in between the games. Make sure you check out the links for the shows that we dropped, the prospect profiles. They'll be right up there. Stay locked into everything that we're doing. I'm good when I'm out. Peace.